0: March first, twenty eleven It's a Watt from Bebro Show. (laughs)
1: What's <laughs> wrong?
2: Colonel Qaddafi tonight. Why is it he reminds me of Keith Richards? I wish he wasn't a killer and should have sat in his tent in the right spot that time. He was an outcast at the UN. I know the feeling at a poetry reading, but they don't walk out because we are correct. Fat, happy, and correct. So we won't revolt. Only stare out the window at the latte shop, numbed in Woodstock. Beetle music in the air. They want guns in Texas. Maybe it will start there. But we haven't been robbed enough. Not yet. Every product we touch lines the pocket of the Aryan Brotherhood. They own us. Soft fascism works so much better with stupid tribes in the boonies who raise the tattered flag on their pickups and pretend they are warriors, like in Afghanistan, proud of their guns, Like in Pakistan, make stupid Americans pay for all the arms. We won't rebel in Wisconsin. Soft fascism is the better way. We can bust the unions and have our say about what women do with their bodies. The Aryan Brotherhood fires union guards and put in the ones they like. Blowing vodka out their asses in Afghanistan. Murdering people in the name of war. It's all about them getting elected anyway. Very easy with propaganda and soft fascism. Almost democratic on the face of it. Always works with a weak leader And money spread in the right places, an ignorant country anyway, numbed by Prussian education, from cradle to the grave, while geriatrics listened to the Beatles. Those boys in chemicals and oil saw how easy it is long ago, when they said Ike was a commie, and laid low. While everything we touch enriches them, not so with the Arab states. They are educated, and starved. Not bought off with carry-out fat, soft fascism, and soft ice cream. Oh, Americans! Bought from Pedro.
0: Show. Uh, hurt. Bought. Wounded. Dolore. You die. Uday again. I start off the show with John Coltrane doing doxy. And then we heard Charlie Plymel reading his poem, Soft Fascism. Which I'm not feeling the soft now. I got the hard fascism. The victim of gravity. Hard on the. P- it's above my elbow, below my shoulder. And on the triceps, so like the bottom of your arm, it's just, that thing's thick. <laughs> it's as thick as my thigh. <laughs> and then it's hurt. What happened was, this is the same limb that got dislocated at that Perk and Brother Wayne Kramer gig. And I was filming a, some kind of a movie for an art performance It's going to... Uh, Uh, Sometime downtown in May. But they had me film for two days. Some 17th century uh, story written in Germany about... uh, Trained musicians, you know, versus uh, street guys. Well, the translation was so bad, I don't know if anybody will get that. Maybe they'll do a rewrite, I kept saying, for that. But there's this one thing... uh, In the closing scenes, I'm kind of on a hill... So Mount Washington, you this area? Oh, yeah, yeah. By uh
3: Dodger Stadium, back Yeah,
0: side. right, Glacell Park and then there's Big Hill and mm-hmm. Yeah. What happened was I took my hat off. There was some line about Hey, I wear a green ribbon for you, Keta, you know. Because I heard green's your favorite color and you have three dresses that are green. <laughs> so I took off the hat and looked at it. Uh I lost my balance. And whoa. Oh. Back I go and I land right on the hurt uh, fucking new Day. Damn. <laughs> so you got it all on camera. Uh well they did. <laughs> they filmed it, yeah. Maybe I fell out of frame. I was s wasn't gonna do another take though. Shit, and came on me right away and I had to finish oh, a few more man. scenes of shooting. I was like, whoa. But I did it, what was, it? my character's name was Peckman, but inside the the movie, I was, uh, or the play within a play, Vasha, uh, whoa, Vasha Blythe, yeah, so, uh, I don't know, it's called The Inquisitive Musician or something, there'll, there'll be more on it when it's. I think our guests are here. Is that right, brother Matt?
3: Oh uh, well, not the guest, but a guest.
0: Okay. Great. Yes, we're expecting the guest.
3: This is Ed. Hey, Ed. From Sunken City.
0: Respect. That was great Saturday night. Were you there at Sunken City? Oh, he's at the real Sunken City. <laughs> oh, he ain't at Sunken City Skates. <laughs> I did a gig at the skate shop. No, you can talk. You can oh, sit right there. No. Yeah, well, I played a gig Saturday.
3: I guess Brother Matt came earlier. Yeah, it was there for the movie. Right. the big freeze, and I got there later for the post-cop. Yeah, because the cops came. Yeah, pre-cop or post-cop.
0: Yeah, luckily we played and I got out of there. It was cold for Pedro. <laughs> Maybe that's her guest, <laughs> Or other guest, And, uh... Played with, the uh, Second man, I mean, it was kind of a tough gig. Even with my arm a little more healed, but man, now I'm. I did practice today with. Um, hey Chris, hey. now here's a guest. He came aboard. Chris Candy's going to join us today? Hi. Great Hi. to see you, old oh, man. How you doing? Yeah, there's your mic. Okay. This is Ed from sunken City.
4: Hey Ed, how are you?
0: Quite well, sir.
4: Good. Good. All right. How far you drive, Chris? <laughs> uh, I came 35 minutes. 35 minutes. 35 from, minutes? 35 minutes for Santa Monica. Santa Actually, Monica, that's pretty good. That was a traffic.
0: <laughs> we lose our
4: guest? Okay, bye,
0: Ed. That
4: was Santa Monica, probably talking. Okay.
0: 35 <laughs> minutes is quick yeah, from Pedro. Yeah, even at nighttime when I'm doing a gig with Perk there. Where I popped the elbow out. What's it called now? It's not 14 club. Kind of Central. social club or... Central kind of social club. Social club. <laughs> it's a trippy name. It's longer than that, though. That's even abbreviated. It's, it's like social... Well,
4: it seems like everything nowadays... Pleasure. <laughs> <is, laughs> it has like... Everything has supper social pleasure club yeah, involved. It's in the it now. same old basement. It's the same basement. <laughs> same path. Yeah. right. Yeah.
0: Right, And, uh... Yeah, thanks for making the drive. Because... Oh, yeah. Man, this is a three and a half bells that could be yeah plug city
4: la's so weird it's uh, earlier in the week when you're putting around town um it's not as bad but yeah uh, you can't tell there's wednesday no, to uh, friday there's no system yeah you it gets to bad. be nice
3: big windows of uh, opportunity yeah, yeah. You no more <laughs> you can't so figure random. out yeah totally <laughs> random
0: yeah because some of them are addled by wrecks some of it is just plug yeah I guess there was Oscars, so that was plugged. They shut down.
4: <laughs> they shut down streets. Yeah, yeah.
0: they get wild there. How do you Okay, guys- So Santa Monica. So the, you, it's kind of like Pedro. It's a water town. Yeah, it's it's got no character, though. <laughs> okay. Well, it's good. You've been here a few times. You played that, Harold's.
4: Yeah, many times. Yeah, like, yeah. Pedro's great, and I don't mean to discredit uh, the fine people of Santa Monica. It's got a lot of. I've got my whole thing with Santa Monica. It's a great place. But, yeah, I've, I've been to Pedro many times. I love it down here. Um, I have a lot of friends that live out here. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I have a friend who lives right down the street, actually, which is pretty oh, nice. I've, I've been, been out he, this way. Yeah, oh, uh, at the big white complex been on there. the pleasure point. Yeah, the, yeah At the yeah.
3: cul-de-sac. Right there. My friend yeah, Tito. Yeah, it always looks like something. I heard somebody lives there, and it always seems like there's cool people coming and going. So
0: yeah.
4: It's a it's a neat a really neat spot. My friend Tito works there. I worked for him, and he's a punk rocker. He knows all the Recess guys. And oh yeah, he's a. See that
0: they didn't get to play. Ty didn't get to play because no, <laughs> Ombre
4: showed. Yeah, I was at the game,
0: and, and, and it was.
4: <laughs> it was a great game. Yeah, you
0: were there. I saw you. Yeah, but some kids were drinking outside
4: and stuff, and it, that, that was a so, problem. It's funny you mentioned that because I was talking about it with a coworker of mine the other day. Yeah, and um, I've recently come into a new music scene where like the electronic music world and they throw parties all around town. Yeah. And they put on the flyers, um, like if you're coming, run inside, you know, don't linger, don't loiter outside. And I said the punks never do that. No. We all like to chill outside. In <laughs> fact was
0: I mean, there's times when they went in there, but a lot of times there was more people outside than, than inside. inside. Uh, yeah,
3: it was parking lot. <laughs> that whole alley pack. was, yeah. yeah. It, was warm. it was so freezing, man. It was cold. And
0: building sculptures with the empties. I mean, you know, I had to park two blocks <laughs> away on 6th Street. Yeah.
3: I saw
4: so, you.
0: yeah, they started building the uh, empty bottle uh, sculptures on my amplifiers. They uh, came <laughs> back and they had a whole little, you know, <laughs> Ramesses <II>. Second. <laughs> yeah it's a little trip so of course you you do music that's why maybe the first time you were in Pedro was to go play yeah so tell us about your band
4: i uh i started uh i've been in a band still a minute called choto ghetto yeah and uh it's uh it started out as like just like a like a hardcore band a friend yeah. of mine uh wanted me to put a band together and I wanted to do it and i'd never done, done a band like it and then um Santa Monica Cats. Uh, Long Beach, two Long Beach. Well, at the time it was all over, but uh, it's okay. right now it's two Long Beach, and the, one of the original guys is a Long Beach guy, and uh, Detroit actually. Wow, right that's there. a drive for Prague But <laughs> <laughs> well, he lives in Hollywood now. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, he, and so uh, we Southeast Detroit, yeah. Southwest <laughs> Detroit. He's your uh, he's he's the he's the tough influence in the band, but um, he's a good guy. And so uh, we started um, five years ago, and uh, in college. And wow, five, five years ago it's been going on. It's great. It's the most fun I, I've ever had. And It's the best project. Well, I played some on the show. I remember. I liked it a lot. Thank you. Where'd you get the name? Um, Choto Ghetto. Choto's Japanese, and uh, it means a little bit. Little. A little bit. Yeah. And so. Um, my really good friend and my roommate right now—he's a uh, Japanese guy. You've met him. He's a photographer. Oh yeah, Hiro. Hiro. And Hiro—he, uh, um, I've—he was my first touring buddy. And so before I was in the band, I would. Uh, you toured before
0: you were in a band.
4: Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, I toured a lot before I was in a band. Most of my my first tour ever. Yeah. Was uh, right out of high school, and uh, my I worked for my friend Mike Park. Oh, you were helping a band. Uh, yeah, it's well as actually I work for a band, I was working for a nonprofit called Plea for Peace. Ah this is a company called Plea for Peace Foundation. So you'd like
0: put up a table at the gigs. Yeah, we go. Yeah.
4: so and uh so I did that for him and, and he was kinda of my uh, he's the punk rock godfather for me. You know, he, yeah. he kinda of got me in the whole scene. Mentor. He's the mentor. And uh nonetheless, um he had this friend hero when he did the Plea for Peace tours. Uh, he used to do it with Lewis from Hopeless. They did tours together we got a bunch of bands together and raised money for uh, various causes. And Hero worked for this band called Selby Tigers, and they were out of uh, Minnesota. They're not together anymore, but they're a great band. And I remember meeting him. I saw him. I set up after school at a show, and he was there, and he's this super animated guy. And he mixes his words when he talks. So he speaks, you know, Deutsch. He speaks Spanish. He speaks, uh, you know, English, Japanese, French. So he'll throw in words throughout the whole sentence. You've never met anyone like him, and, you know... The That's only way happening. I can explain it is you you—you just have to meet the guy. His name's Hiro Tanaka. Yeah, I've met him. He's got a big handshake. Yeah, he's cool people. And, uh, anyway, so we would go and He's originally Minnesota? No, originally Japan. He's from, uh, Tokyo. Okay. And, But uh, then
0: got to Minnesota somehow? Yeah, he's the Golden most... Golden
4: Gophers School? No, no, he's the most interesting guy I know. He, uh... He just would risk it. He would just go. Just know? go. <laughs> I don't know where he gets his funds from, but he just made the trips. And he would do it, and he'd tour with bands, you know? Oh, fuck. It's Coltrane. What?
0: Bob, I'm doing the radio show. Hey, Bob! <laughs> What's that, Bob?
4: Oh, he's got. What's
3: up with my meat puppets, Bob?
4: He's got the... <laughs> Yeah, that's KXLU style right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's uh, we're gonna get
0: into that because yeah. you know, brother Matt. Oh yeah. Did you do KXLU? Yeah, yeah. You don't know the history? Yeah, no. I figured you did The blue shift.
4: I didn't know. He but goes I, way back. Yeah, yeah we're gonna game. we're gonna have a <laughs> we'll say. rap about
0: it okay. later on to connect to the both worlds. Yeah. But he's from the old days.
4: Ah, uh, yeah. I had a feeling. Cool. Okay. <laughs> It, this is like the KXLE Love Dome anyway. in here. Like, you, you know, the, the disc
3: jockeys yeah, yeah, would drop love their doors. Yeah, so that's where it was spawned from. Actually, the, it
0: looked a lot different there in the old days. Yeah. With you? Yeah, the yeah. KXL? They modified it just Hell a little yeah. bit. It's gotten
4: some upgrades recently. Yeah, yeah.
0: But anyway, back to Hero. Uh,
4: anyway, he just goes for it, huh? He goes for it, and so um, he uh. Anyways, we toured. Um, we did a living room tour. Where I worked, I drove for my friend Mike, who just booked living room shows. Yeah, yeah. I told you about that, I think. And uh, well, there was
0: a house here in Pedro doing that. Yeah, that's how the Fourth Street, Fourth Street thing got going with Todd. And oh, we called it Porchcore. Uh huh. Yeah, I remember. And that. then there was
4: one on Thirteenth Street later. And they just do house shows. Yeah, they're
0: just peaking. but the bands are out of state and stuff.
4: And they yeah, and they They're playing in the house. It's okay. It's a really serene, we Yeah, we we did this whole project that we. This all gets to the band name eventually, but like we did this project where so he booked all these living room shows and you know we were sleeping on floors and you know that the, the way it goes. But um, we, no matter how long you do it for, you know. And I know you're a big fan of sleeping on couches and conking them, you know. And it, and I am too, to be honest. It's it's just kind of gets engraved in you. I get my best night's sleep sometimes on a couch. And, uh, and my <laughs> there, pad, I'm a deck man yeah you sleep on you conk on the floor yeah
0: well I got a rug you got fire brother man yeah but anyway so
4: he um, there you go so you'd stay in these houses yeah and um, sometimes they'd be really nice and sometimes they'd be really bad but you yeah. wouldn't you don't say anything to the person That's you're just possible. kids. yeah
0: something there's padlocks on their door yeah padlocks <laughs> uh, you go in the refrigerator and there's name. there's five <laughs> jars of peanut butter and they all got different names
4: on them. <laughs> Exactly. I know, and some of it's... But yeah, we're fine with it. Wild but, ass, because it's their years. Yeah, because you're pretty much, you're living in their vibe mm-hmm. where it's, um, they're doing whatever they want, so of course they're going to have like six random peoples crash on their floor, it makes sense. And so, um, but it, those even weren't super bad, you'd still go into places that they were nice, but when it get like, you know, super just gross, you know, you'd be like, Ugh. God. So, hero. You what are know, the
0: ones and, when you wake up with the dust bunnies all on the yeah? Mouth? <laughs> you're like shit. In the hair. <laughs>
4: yeah, you kind of just are, you you you, you never really say any, no one no one says anything, but you just feel it. You know, you're just because you're, you're you're like oh shit. Yeah. a shower. And so, anyways, hero would walk out. And he, he oh, can, the showers
0: can be interesting. There can be a, well, that's usually yeah, the that's worst the part. Cultures, so that, that's that's the worst
4: part always is is the showers because that's how you petri can tell. Dish, oh, yeah. <laughs> petri dish, gigantic petri dish. You can have a super clean pad. Your your pillows can be aligned, but you see the the, the grout, and you're like, Phew. that's the tell. The, that's the tell right there. And so he would um, he would walk out. So he'd walk in and check it out, and I'd be like unloading. We drove uh, my station wagon at the time on the whole tour and we, I'd been loading stuff or whatever, and i was say, like, oh, hero, how is it? And he goes, oh, Chotto Ghetto, I think. You know? okay. And that was his humble way of saying it's nice. Anywho, we finished that tour, and uh, Mike Park um, does Gomi. a show with... Uh, he's, he has a solo Gomi crew. means trash. Gomi,
0: yeah. <laughs> Gomi. Gomi, and you know, what's a, a pad is ya. Yeah. Gomi ya, yeah, maybe. Gomi ya. Yeah. be like trash pad. I remember Gomi, we stayed Mante at this one five. place, and
4: we were in the U.K., and, uh, it was the most, uh, disgusting, for me at least. And we stayed at this one kid's pad and, um, same guy, same crew, the trio, me, Mike Park, and Hero. And, uh, this guy, we, we slept on something similar to this. It was like this very, like, kind of like soft pad. I remember it was the only couch. Was, you know, when you're on tour two, you rotate, you know, someone gets couched, two people get floored. Right. One gets coat hanger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was my turn for the couch. And, uh. I, it was super gnarled pad and I sleep and I wake up the next day and the club had us back for breakfast in the morning because like UK sometimes are super nice and they'll have you back so we go back to the same place we played the night before and um we're ordering from the bar menu you know and the guy goes he's, we're staying with him. he's like ordering this big meal Like you get like chips and, and gravy and eggs and full English breakfast and it's like you know he's taking advantage of it he's, and he goes and we're all ordering modestly kind of in. I look at the guy. I'm like, "Oh, that's a like you got a pretty healthy appetite there." And he's like, "Oh yeah, i you know I've just been it was in Leicester. Oh, I've just been you know sick all last week, you know, and I've just been we're well, you not know couch he was sleeping on last night. I was just sweating on it all night long, you know. Just,
3: yeah, I was, and I looked at him like, what "Yeah, the fuck? my turn." Yeah, I was like, shit.
4: <laughs> my skin jumped off my body and ran out the room, but uh, but it, it was fine, you know. Marinate. Yeah, I got I got the sizzle you stay out in the sun. <laughs> so, we, um but yeah, so he he came up with the name and then Mike got back from uh we got back from a tour and Mike was playing at the Knitting Factory which used to be in LA and uh Hollywood Hollywood and in he, that mall. Yeah. Yeah, ooh. Interesting spot. Yeah. And great uh, for parking. Great for parking. <laughs> Not, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not if you got a big old van. top. <laughs> Everywhere over there is terrible for parking. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's one, uh, you know, the what, Safari Sam's used to be great. They used to have pretty ample yeah. parking. Yeah. That was in the, the lobby. That was the strip mall. That was cool. It but was. I, I can't tell. When's the last time I played Hollywood? It's been a while. I don't think I've seen you up there. I, you've you kind of I haven't been there it. for a long time. There's hardly any gigs up there. We played the Whiskey Go Go not too long ago. That was that was terrible and great at the same it wasn't time. Wasn't a pay for play. It's been that no. Few we years. got we got asked to play actually. A friend of mine had a birthday there. Uh, who's a promoter there and like the band and he had us play, which was nice. But it's, it's a hassle. Like you can't park and chill. You know. They oh, want I know. You, they want you. You know. They we had to. They checked all all the gear to make sure we weren't sneaking booze into the whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> right. But uh. Yeah, so he We played there first with uh,
0: Fear. Oh, wow. In 1982. We weren't allowed to play there at first because uh, we were a violent SST band, we were told. So Fear gets us in. So Fears are in.
4: Fear kind of had a grap on the L.A. scene a little bit there. Yeah,
0: and Rick Van Sant was putting on the gig. He was a friend of mine. He started out selling T-shirts for the Screamers. Mm Mm-hmm. Black a really Hole, good right? cat. Huh? The label was Black Hole Screamers. Or? Screamers? Yeah. They never made a record. They thought records were over. Okay. <laughs> but they were like one of the first uh, Hollywood bands. Yeah. Actually, they were from Seattle. They were called the Tupperwares. And uh, they were the first that could sell out the whiskey.
4: Wow. It's it's an interesting spot because it's got yeah. so much
0: history. San Vicente and Sunset Boulevard. Yeah. There was a licorice pizza across the street and I remember seeing the Zeros, they were still teenagers and I bought their seven inch across the street. Uh, it was a trip. I'd never done something like that before. You know, I was from Arena Rock and it yeah. was just a whole different thing. It's so a, a lot of good gigs there. It, but then it changed. They painted it gray and uh it turned to paint play to pay and I was one of the first gigs with monitors. Actually, the Starwood was the first one we did with the Motors. Starwood's gone. Yeah, it was on Crest, Santa Monica and Crescent Heights, West Hollywood too, I guess. And uh, yeah, they mowed it down. It's some kind of
4: mall, strip yeah. mall thing now. That right. area, yeah. A lot of venues, especially like we mentioned, Knitting Factory before. Even though like it was whatever, but. Uh, they're gone, you know, it's like gone. The thing that happens, though, is it takes up, like, all ages venues, which is good yeah. and bad, you know, forces house shows, which is great, I think. The house yeah. show scene's great. But then L.A. has quick, the house show scene, is like you saw the other night, they get shut down quick, you know? Yeah. That was actually the back room of the skate shop. That's true, yeah.
0: <laughs> that was good, though. I loved it. Yeah. Even and though. they, that was the PA that we did the benefits oh. for. When Danny Lou was working.
4: Yeah. We were supposed to play that, but we had to back out. Oh. they had an out. Atlanta band last night. I know uh, from Athens. It was Athens, Athens, Georgia. Okay. I know, the, I knew the guys actually. We played out there. But they weren't Mexican. Brand no, they're hot new hot, Mexicans. Hot new Mexicans. Athens is a great town. My angry
0: Samoans didn't have Samoan guys either, <laughs> right? Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> no, <I didn't. laughs> yeah, Athens, college town, but a lot of good music out there. You've played there. Quite many, many share. times club's called 40 Watt. Yeah, there you go. I played the old one, too. Yeah. Um, old one. You know what? Did you bring some chato? Yeah, I did, actually. Okay, let's play some. Cool. Show here with Chris Candy, brother Matt, of course, the Love Grotto on the Pleasure Point, hey somewhere there. west of the Rockies, north okay. of the Equator, San Pedro. Uh Chris's band, Chato Grotto, Chato Ghetto, Grotto here <laughs> in the Grotto. Grotto, I don't is, mind. we call it Chato Grotto all day. Every day.
3: <laughs> oh, crap. special got edition the, uh, Italiano. <laughs> special edition limited edition
0: uh, that's something new they did called find your things they're a five piece now quintet Rocket. Quintet. We play with you your fangs fourth. find your things
4: find your fangs and then we heard
0: something new from go team called super triangle and then pulse by uh, akiyuki kubota and then hope from boris Boris? Yeah, they got two albums coming out. Really? See. Yeah. This band, man, they can record all the time. they got two of them coming out. One of them, get this, one of the albums they're calling hot, Heavy Rocks. They, yeah. But they had an album like ten years yeah. ago oh, called Heavy, heavy rocks. rocks, and yeah. it's different songs. They oh. just think, you know, that title <laughs> was too good, and don't waste it on one album. I like that. <laughs> and not volume two or anything, it's the exact same name. But different songs, different uh, artwork, uh, you know, to make things more clear. Uh, you know that band, <laughs> if they do uh, capitals, then it's going to be heavy. If they do lowercase, uh, then it, you can tell what kind of record really? it's going to be by the, the way they, they uh, make their name. Uh, really? A little bit, yeah. And then this other one they're doing, I think it's called Pay Attention or something. And that's what this song is from. And... uh they're letting the guitar player sing all the songs. So they're doing a new... Swapping it up. ...new direction, yeah, instead of the bass guy. The bass guy's a... He always plays these double necks.
4: Yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> yes, he's always he's got not, the double necks. But <laughs> he's, you know, he's mainly doing
0: the bass. little <laughs> Sometimes he moves to the guitar, but he's got to wear this huge thing, you know.
4: That's a very, like, uh... Yeah. I got to interview <laughs> him and
0: uh, the drummer man at Sue. He's the boss he actually was the
4: singer at first the drummer's the boss
0: yeah he was the singer he told me they were a hardcore band when they started and he was the singer and then they lost the drummer so he just moved to drums I said "Where'd you, how'd you learn how to play drums and he said well uh, I learned from watching uh, Iggy Pop dance uh... <laughs> <No>? okay <laughs> I do yeah I interviewed him in <laughs> at Atlanta at the Earl it was a trip I just happened to be out there and saw them and, smoke machine and stuff in the Earl yeah big town <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> they are there a trip he had this g- gong and he was telling me you know everything where I live is imported so don't worry about it I said okay <laughs> <laughs> I <guess> so, <laughs> but I mean right? those they're a prolific band I mean they record like crazy
4: yeah I've never seen them live they're one of the bands I've still been waiting to check mm-hmm.
0: where'd they play here I've never seen them here
4: they play El Rey um, okay. up in Hollywood, and then they play, uh, I Wilson. think they'll hit maybe uh, Glass House, Pomona sometimes. I think they're in that circuit, for okay. sure. Okay. Those spots. Cause they they bring them in. They're kind of all that, I'm not f- super familiar with them, but I think Black Sometime, Mountain or Black Angels, those, they always kind of put them up. In
0: the sometimes they'll play real hard rock and stuff, like the gigs, but some of the albums, like the... Uh Collaborate with Mare's and stuff. I mean, they do really spacey, uh, trippy stuff.
4: That's why I always loved that band. They definitely, like... Yeah, they don't have a one thing. You couldn't just shoot in the dark to get a record from them. Something at
0: at times, yeah, it's like Bell Bottoms and Smoke Machines and, like, big hair. And then I think they did something with the... Who's that singer guy? Uh, For a little while he was doing The Doors. Oh, um, Ian Aspen. England guy, right? yeah. Cult. Cult, yeah, yeah. That's but not the Blue Oyster no, Cult. No, no, I remember no, when just, that band came, yeah. I was like, the cult. So That's what people would call BOC for sure. Yeah. The Endearment, but it wasn't that.
4: No, it's way yeah. different. It was kind of like some
0: uh, England punk guys who went hard rock or something.
4: Yeah, they're they're into that whole kind of like, if anything, I feel like they're the guys that are kind of still glorifying that sunset scene. If there is any yeah. scene, they yeah. love that biker, rock and roll kind of yeah. L.A. vibe. So
0: they did an album with this guy singing it.
4: That's cool. Yeah,
0: that
4: trippy. Trippy. Boris does a lot of stuff with a lot of That's
0: right, yeah. I, Have they you had that s- Michio, uh, that cat on the guitar. When I saw him in, in Georgia, they had a, another guitarist. So he weren't just a trio. Mm.
5: Yeah,
0: they're good, they're good. Uh, okay, so so you get tired. Uh, not tired, but you, you you leave this phase of uh, touring where you're not a player, and then you put together the... Shadow Ghetto and start touring.
4: Yeah, it, it's it's great. Um, we did the first gig at the Knitting Factory with, uh, which is funny because people don't even believe it, but it was with Mike Park and then uh, Kevin Seconds, which was great for us. Yeah, Kevin, Kevin a Seconds, uh, Skeino
0: scene. Uh, Seven Seconds was his band. Yeah. yeah. Did he do acoustic? He does acoustic. Yeah, that's what he does now.
4: Yeah, he's 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 really into the like just uh, folk kind of. You
0: know, who else does that now? Is Joy Shithead. Yeah. yeah, I think I saw him do that actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He does DOA too, but mm. maybe that's the the end of the road game. <laughs> you yeah. just break out the acoustic. Get tired of
4: lifting amps. <laughs> well, I think they'll be the first to say that because they love just even Mike and I could talk about it for him, but he was just so stoked. You know, no band, no drama. Yeah. Kind of got a, You know, <laughs> I mean, you he just, just roll gig. Gun. You know, with your 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 show on the back. You know. <laughs> and you walk in and you play anywhere Billy Bragg yeah. they love yeah Bragg's all about that but I think he always was
0: he played with them in the 80's Minute Man and he was like that then mm. although I think he's done things with bands too somebody told me he had a band called the
4: Blokes he did something with the uh, Wilco as well too I believe he did a record oh with,
0: Chicago Band yeah.
4: Plays. yeah they did a record called uh, Mermaid Avenue I think it's a fun rock record. Totally cool. Um, but yeah, he had us play the first gig, and I was on guitar, which I don't do anymore. <laughs> it was. Uh, you were still a four-piece? We were a four-piece, and I, I was trying guitar out. and um, We played... Um,
0: you were on Stun Guitar.
4: Yeah, but, Yeah. <laughs>
0: couldn't do it. On the Blue Oyster called Eric Bloom was always listed as Stun Guitars. Me <laughs> and Bloom would think about that. Whoa, wonder what kind that is. In fact, his name on the records was always E. Bloom. That's where d Boon got his name, d Boone. Really? Yeah, because, you know, we were way into the yeah. <laughs> This was in the 70s or early 70s and stuff. Oh, there they... There but it always said Stun Guitar, you know. Mm. The other guys just played guitar and sometimes lead guitar <laughs> or something. But he was on Stun Guitar, so we were like, whoa. What's that about? <laughs> and then at the gigs, though, it was trippy because uh, he played a couple chords or something, but he didn't play it much.
4: Mm. It was like cool. kind of hanging there. <laughs> Yeah, well... He
0: that, held it. Yeah.
3: he yeah, shoot the lasers.
0: <laughs> well, eventually, you know, but he, they had a laser out of his wristwatch or something, and, uh, and he'd shoot it at a mirror ball, and then shoot all over the whole pad, and it was all these green. Yeah. <laughs> that was, like, one of the last times I saw him. <laughs> They're still torn they around. They still play around, yeah. yeah I, Just two of them left. I think they got the Quiet Riot uh, guy on base now.
4: He's studding away for him. Yeah. Yeah, I got your turn.
0: So okay. So okay, the, the notorious
4: uh we do the first show. The factory gig, yeah. Yeah, and then um no more stung guitar. No more stung guitar. The band I guess the bass player and, Was it uh, a
0: democracy move?
4: Yeah, they they the first practice that they left from, they uh they said, "All right, well, Chris probably shouldn't be on guitar." <laughs> I didn't know where we were going with it at the first cuz I just wanted it to be a hardcore band, you know. Yeah. But then I didn't realize I was Musicians I was with, you know, like I was lucked out. We, you know, I met, I was in an English class at in college with the drummer, and I just said, We, I've got to do this show. You want to play it? And he was like, All right,
0: you got the gig without a band,
4: yeah, (laughs) yeah. And I just said, I'll do it, don't worry, no problem. And then (laughs) found my my friend, uh, my friend of my sister, this guy, Tom, Tom Beach, he he played bass, yeah. Uh, And then, um, and then Chris from Detroit, but Chris was right next to Fletcher. Uh, And I said, Do you want to play uh, drums, Fletcher? And he was like, Yeah, no problem. And then Chris was like, Well, you know, I've been looking to get in a band, and I had no clue, but I I just knew he was his animated character. I was like, All right, fuck it. You know, like, go ahead. You know, (laughs) come on board. And and then uh, we had the first practice, and then we did that show. And then. um, You did the gig with only one practice? We did three or four. I think three. But we played only. Where'd you get the tunes up? um, We did. I wrote actually all of them. The first ones so I wrote you showed to him
0: at the Pratt. Okay. Yeah,
4: I wrote all of them, which was a trip because I I hadn't done that. And um I just listened to records and I kind of took the influence. Was Shadow
0: ghetto your first band?
4: No. Um I've had two or three before that. When did you start? 8th grade. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Yeah, I was I started a band in 8th grade uh called the Bay Street Hooligans. And we were a ska band and um yeah. I played trumpet.
3: Yeah.
4: And um it was a trumpet, and I was bad, because I told my friend, I was like, no, oh, you should Yeah, but you
0: know what? The, those ska bands were good for kids who played in the school bands, because yeah. they, they had brass sections, and yeah. they couldn't yeah. get in the rock bands, so when yeah. Scott came, it was yeah, cool it, 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 made,
4: it made It made sense The bones. The bones. Yeah, <laughs> the trumpet, yeah. And we, you know, we had, um, the instruments, uh, we were lucky with that, and then we all, we all just, you know, got together, and we, we, we did covers, uh, covered some, uh, Skank Pickle songs, and then, uh. Which was a ska band that I was really into at the time Who was Mike Park's original band
0: Yeah
4: And that's how I met Mike, actually Because I called up the record label he owns called Asian Man Records Yeah And they're out of San Jose And um, I was like, I had no clue what record labels were like So I I thought it was a big label You're in 8th grade Yeah, so I thought it's like, (laughs) you know, Recess Records might as well have like a front desk and a lobby And, you know, an office and back, you know Same thing for Asian Man, so I was just like, oh, perfect. All right, I called up, and I was like, little kid, and I was like, oh, well, you know, I need to ask this question about this lyric, and is it cool if we cover this song, and all of these things, you know, no balls, just asking, you know, and and then, um, the the guy on the phone who was, like, at the time, like, an idol, I was like, oh, this Mike Park guy is, like, amazing, you know, he's so cool, and, and, uh... (laughs) He's this guy on the other lines chatting with me. Oh, yeah, well, uh, what I'm, you know, what he's saying there, he says, uh, like, Hasi solasi Rastafari is a lyric I couldn't understand, and then, and I'm like, oh, cool, what's up with this band, what's up with that band, and then he goes, oh, well, yeah, that band's doing good, and I'm like, well, what about Mike Park, how's he doing, and I'm like, he's like, well, I'm doing pretty good, you know, <laughs> it was him. and I'm like, I freaked, you know, <laughs> and then that's how our relationship starts, but, um. <laughs> oh, man. That was a trip. But then that was the first... Well, how'd you get
0: into trumpet? Was it a school thing?
4: Yeah, I I was in sixth grade, and um, it was a birthday gift. And I'd seen, like, horn players around. Yeah. And music's always been around my family. And um, it, it was like rock
0: records when you were young? Yeah, rock records. But rec- you didn't want to do guitar or bass or drum?
4: No, I, I think it was just... Um, there's something about the... You know, music gravitates to each person. Sure, you know? sure. So I think that there's always something... And it, re, you know, resonates in your personality, I think. And and no matter what I say, you know, I love guitars and I love fuzzies, yeah. shit. And But I think there will always be something where it's like, well, no, the first thing you went to is like for like a warm kind of brassy sound. Mm-hmm. And I think there will always be something about that. Like I can listen to, uh, you know, like a brass section from like an orchestra or... You know, just some ska band doing, like, two-part harmonies in it. You ever heard of
0: Serbian Brass?
4: Yeah. Pretty wild. Yeah. Pretty wild. It's got the Turk. That that whole influence in Uh,
0: it. How long did the Bay City Hooligan, Bay Street Hooligans last? Bay
4: Street Hooligans lasted uh, two shows. uh, (laughs) Two gigs. Our talent show in eighth grade and our eighth grade graduation dance. (laughs) (laughs) Some big gigs. (laughs) Yeah, And the eighth eighth grade graduation gig was... uh, it was so rough because then we were like, all right, we branched off the covers to originals, and we, yeah. didn't, we didn't have the brain power yet for that, yeah. or maybe we did. So we wrote three originals. Um, and that was it, and then we stopped, fizzled out, and then in the uh, in the later high school years, God, I'd been in two bands, yeah. And then in high school, I was in punk band, ska band for the four years, and then when early, really, cult, what were they called? We were we were called Optimus Prime. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, with two eyes, with two eyes. And where were you growing up? Where? Well, I was growing up in the yeah. I was at the time. Then I was in Bel Air at uh-huh. that point. Yeah, Blair band, Blair scene. Yeah. And uh, but we were all from the Valley because I went to high school in the Valley. And ah. I grew up I grew up in Westside and um, Los Angeles, and but I went to high school in in the Valley. So that was, which is interesting too, because there was a punk scene at the time out there. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And for us, it was like a. You know, house shows and backyard gigs, and then you played. play... Dickies for Valley, there's a lot yeah. of bands in the older days. The so Valley's far. great, you know, I, I got a lot of my, a lot of, like, influence from there. I'm really happy that, you know, I, I went to school out there, because met, like, a lot, into the scenes that I would have never gotten into, you know. Yeah. Uh, I like, met a lot of straight-edge hardcore kids, and that whole world, and just kind of floating through it and seeing how it was, and... Um, But, yeah, you know, you play with so many different people. And the Valley's a melting pot for a lot of places in California. You know, you've got people Ventura, and you've got people out in the IE, and they kind of all kind of gravitate towards that area for work or whatnot. Yeah. Anywho, um, I was in a band then. And um, then in college I was in um, an indie rock kind of band where I played keys and trumpet. And we were called the Figurines. And that's when when I started touring because I finished the... And I've been in a couple bands too. and yeah, no, there's <laughs> ones I'm forgetting. But yeah, anywho, I, we're I, at the end of the first hour. Let's do it. Of uh, February. No, no more.
0: March first. March. Of- 2011. Well, for Pedro show. Hang tight for hour two. March first, 2011, the second hour of the Watt from Pedro show. Uh, watch from Pedro Show. Start off the second hour with uh, National Condom Week Yay. by Ziboguchi Masayasu Project. And we were entitled three by Natsuki Kido Kenji Haino and Yuji Katsui. And finally, Inari by Wakine. Uh, brother Matt was schooling. And Chris here on his... Uh, schooling in electronic music and he's saying when he first came to those in the early 90s it was DJ was uh, deflated to like couldn't even see him and now he's like elevated to the persona man yeah the star and Chris has just been getting into this scene
4: yeah yeah definitely it yeah it's it's a it's different you know you go through all like music and then um, it came at the right time though But we were talking about it earlier, like, with your gig, how...
0: Oh, yeah. Well, Brother Mab, you guys didn't get to hear, but he was talking a little bit about how he loved doing DJing because he got started on radio. It was at KXLU. Yeah. But he had to move to a Mersh FM station that burned him out, and so he wasn't into it at all, and so the electronic thing...
3: Yeah, just seeing that DJing... DJing as uh, instrument, using the turntables and as uh, instrument as right.
4: opposed to just a turntable.
0: Right, playing uh, songs like yeah. a jukebox. Yeah, using actually working it.
4: Yeah, which when you kind of conceive when they're getting into the mixing of it all, it really becomes like a an instrument for themselves and like mm-hmm. and that's their expression, man. Like that's how they do it. Well, what I mean. do you think of the, the the tag team when they have two guys? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Has that kind of gone down? That was pretty big it still for a happens. while. How yeah, long
4: ago? Where they were, It was two guys. It's mm-hmm. Two guys, mm-hmm. right? What are they called? Uh,
0: crystal.
3: Oh, the uh, crystal, crystal Method. method. Yeah, yeah, those guys rock. That's two. Yeah, they, they too. put a little rock into the electronica. It, it, it's neat how it just keeps branching off into different little subgenres. You know, it's not just craftwork. Uh, <laughs> yeah i know
0: I've, <laughs> I've seen crown in the 70s yeah, yes. yes. yeah. i saw him in the 80s i seen him in the two thousand i didn't see him in the 90s
3: but i saw him 70s 80s mm. and 2000s, 2000s yeah so. yeah not knocking it but it's just trippy how it's it's grown and branched and evolved it yeah. continues to
4: well i've always appreciated too and just like from your perspective on music like the people's you know expression through it you know I yeah think and I, I, I've always, like, within the last couple of years, no matter what you're working on or whatever your music is, I think it's, like, always, like, just good not to knock it. You know, it's always, like, this is what they're about. So when you kind of look at things that way, any music's really interesting. So I, th- there's little things I don't like. You know, there's thing taste stuff that I'm not into, but, like, you know. Uh, when you go to these these <laughs> discotheque kind of yeah. things, it's fun. You know, people they really so many people are into it, and, and then you kind of start getting under the method of it. You know, and they go late. You know, I'm used to gigs yeah. that are done at you know twelve yeah. at the very latest, maybe one or two. But it's when they're starting, they're starting and they go till oh, like yeah. eight.
3: It's neat stumbling out You'll in the morning, open That's the doors f- up. It's like vampires are just blinded by this. The sun is up.
4: Yeah, it's a total. <laughs> it, it, and that's the and then like the city's just waking up and it's it's yeah it's such a, like a mind you know mess but it's cool you know i i can't hate it because it's fun you know i've i've
0: tried to get more into like tune by tune and mm. I'm, I'm really avoiding this idea of generalizing because of a genre or the uh, kind of instruments yeah. being used or the beats per minute yeah mm-hmm. i just want to get away from all that and just get, try to keep the concept of music kind of pure because that other stuff is Kind of crutches for marketing or yeah, something. It's sure. not the real deal. No. So I go by the tune. I don't care what they're doing to do it. If I like it, I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've just gotten away from all kinds of preferences to um, I don't know uniforms. Tagging yeah. It. yeah. Yeah. Because I don't think you give it a fair shot. You can. I think in some ways you might like it, and you have to tell yourself you don't because you're not part of that yeah, tribe that's associated with that genre. That's your trip. I who was selling socks the week before is now telling you what uh, music goes with what.
4: And it's almost interesting when you kind of fight that vibe to like hate on something. The minute you get past it and you're like all right, I was true to it. Yeah. You feel good after and then you really respect it cuz you do fight it, you know, oh, I'm not into that or this mm. or But that. it's
0: not for musical reasons sometimes. It's the mm. other things. They're like peer pressure or uh, just uh, your own sense of like knowing
4: everything in the world yeah you know yeah yeah i, you know I got I mean? it all i got all the answers man yeah no I mean, I, even
0: in my own mind I got to this point where i'd watch a band and my mind right away would start comparing them with other bands i've already heard uh, and i wouldn't let these guys have their own gig my mind would be all of a sudden putting the nuremberg trial together and you know well they didn't invent this. This is a copy of this and this and this. And it was like, fuck.
4: It's <laughs> still mine. Just to listen to it. It's, experience it. It's true. I saw a band last night, and I, I caught myself doing that. And uh, they weren't my bag. you know. They were good. They weren't my, you know, not my favorite. But it was just like, you still got to kind of go and see what they're doing and their thing. Because at the end of the day, they're going through the same, yeah. you know, the same... Uh, Method that you're doing Or whatever you want to call it Notes and rhythms Yeah Yeah And you got to respect yeah, that Yeah,
0: melody Or Some kind of story Sometimes
4: Emotion sure. Feelings
0: Sometimes tradition
4: This gets all You know I think a lot of people Get upset with like Music that's produced on like A very large scale Where it's like the Death Star of music, almost where there's so many levels going into these, like maybe we could say pop songs and stuff, where the original yeah. idea gets so <laughs> bloated and out of context. But you know, with people just coming out trying to do their thing, and maybe they're influenced by that major influence, they're, they're you know, they're they're going through the same thing, man. You know, and there's yeah. something really cool about that. And you got, and what it's always bugged me is, is um, people who uh, I think it was Times or they said this was the worst millennium for music or the worst decade for music. And what bullshit is that? No.
0: Because, there's some lame stuff But every
4: period Has some lame stuff And I think Yeah exactly They're, But it, what
0: you think Is lame might not be With the other cat
4: Yeah It's aesthetics You know And it's putting yourself Out there You know It's like maybe It's not being Played on the radio But it's like yeah, of course You go out to shows Like there's always A gig in LA Every night You know Yeah like, so you don't If something uh, Some scene Or like what Free records You
0: get in the mail Because yeah. you're a reviewer maybe mm, yeah. out of that box and maybe there's some happening stuff happening.
4: I think so. I think, and we're, yeah. re- we're really fortunate. Even here in Pedro, I think, it's like you guys have an amazing community of like music going on here on a yeah. lot of levels. And, we're and, lucky. Yeah. You, you know,
3: because in minimum days, God, there was nothing. That's when I think of when wow. I hear '80s music. I think oh, that, that sucks, you know. And, and still, you think of like Journey, Foreigner. Sure. But then I think, well, that's when I was at KXLU, and that's what's happening: Minute Man, me, Puppets, as this, all of that stuff. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So that. Whiskers. like uh, Yeah. So there's the, the the scene it does. Yeah.
4: KXLU is uh, a great station. Yeah, it's I I do a radio show up there, and you were mentioning mm. that you do a show up there, and so and it's a college station. Mike's been up there a bunch, and we're on a LMU's campus, and um, yeah, Loyal Marymount, Loyal Marymount, which is right by LAX, and right. the marina, Westchester, right? Yeah, Westchester. Yeah, three thousand watts pumping to L.A.
0: And yeah, it's it's every DJ's got his own show. There's no like kind of policy of the whole yeah, station. No computer no.
3: printout. Yeah, yeah, and it, it's Yeah, in,
0: Brother Matt ended up reading with these MERS stations. Oh yeah, he <laughs>
3: yeah, you so tell that that was. Uh, after being there with total freedom, only being limited by your imagination to go someplace and have to read everything off of a computer printout based mm-hmm. on some marketing research and uh, reading the card at the right time with the the log uh, yeah. playing your favorites. <laughs> Coming up next, weather and traffic. <laughs> you yeah. must like,
4: think like these NPR guys want to go crazy. Sometimes they say the same things. They times. have their own little yeah, yeah, spiels. Yeah.
0: Everybody with their sticks, But the KXLU, it seemed like everybody was giving their own show, and they just let the, their world exist and where it did.
3: Brother Matt had one called Blue Shift. Yeah. Yeah, I had like well, uh, Willie Dixon, uh, Papa John Creech, uh, all kinds of great legendary people come up and, and do interviews, play live, go to their house right. and do interviews. Um, yeah, and as a news director, also did uh, noon News
4: every day for years, so. That's a shame we don't have that anymore. Up there. Oh man, yeah, That's we, a bummer. They, yeah, we don't have anything kind of like that on the pub. we do the uh, PSAs. Those are always kind of funny when those come on. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it's it's you're right. And the station stayed that way. We've been, it's great to have. I think a lot of major cities have their like college radio station. You know, oh, you'd be surprised.
3: One. Yeah, it, it was like a, being a real journalist. You know, going out and covering whatever stories. And I got a LAPD press pass just by bullshitting my way in. It's... And I got an actual LAPD press pass. So, yeah, that's amazing. So it's <laughs> Yeah, it really, you're just limited by imagination there, and you could do whatever you want.
0: Yeah, they always bitching. Uh, several of the bands I've been in and have played up there. On the yeah, thing. you played up on. Yeah, Ghost. I got a picture yeah. of you back in like a fire hose. Yeah, but in met played up there too. Yeah, yeah.
3: I've got
4: yeah, Dose has I mean,
0: played there. You know, I've done a lot of times. The first time I ever played my album, it'll be on that station on purpose. Yeah, because well, I just dig dig the shit out of it. Well, we'd love
4: to have you up. Like, yeah, I'm yeah.
0: Our show. Chris was asking me. Yeah, i my cool. third
3: opera up Very cool. Uh, how much you making the fundraiser now?
4: This we, we did great. They did a, over a hundred thousand. Damn. Yeah. yeah.
3: When when uh I first got up there, they made like a, like few thousand of sure. joints, a couple beers, and then went we went over ten thousand, and that was a big deal, and yeah. got a new board. Um, so man, that's amazing.
4: Yeah. The, the we've got you know the love comes in. Uh, we get some 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 people calling in. You know, and they. They give a little, I think our show <laughs> raised like 400 bucks. But, you know, the the station that does great uh, with, uh, the show that does great is Almo del Barrio. Yeah, Aladdin yeah. stuff. Aladdin stuff, yeah, that's on, I think uh, that's Saturday, Sunday. So our station uh, takes, gets taken over uh, from Saturday, Sunday from like normal broadcast hours mm-hmm. and it's a, uh, you know, all Latin music across the whole spectrum. Sure, and they've sure. gotten really, it's a good perspective, you know. It, it almost seems uh, like the radio station's changed yeah, when you change to it, but... Yeah, they got
3: Latin jazz, and some of those those DJs are well-renowned in, the, in their field of, of
4: Latin jazz. And then the Latin, there, he yeah. does like a Brazilian hour, and... Yeah, it's it's neat, and, and, and they, they raise a ton of funds. And, you know, for L.A., you know, it's great for the community. Yeah, yeah, yeah
0: absolutely. What, what... Because you were doing these bands in school... 8th grade and stuff like that. What did you do in the radio direct?
4: Uh, Going to school there and then at Loyola. Yeah. And then um, all of my friends were DJs there. Ah. And they, uh, one night I just got called up to do, uh, oh, there's an opening from 2 to 3 in the morning. or something? Yeah, and like you want to come in and interview for it. And I did a ska show uh, called Trad to Tone. And I think that was maybe 6 or 7 years ago. I can't remember, but. And um, that was from 2 to 3 in the morning. And, uh, yeah, i just go up and I, would, I had an hour to tell a story. So it was like I started with, like, early Jamaican, you know, Rocksteady and Ska. And then I kind of went to Two-Tone and then marched my way to the end of the show. And then i play some new stuff. And I did that for a couple of years. Um, and then this show that was going on for a long time called Noise Pollution um, yeah. was a... Uh, a live show and um, these cats had, were doing it for a long time. This um, Justin Time was his name. Yeah yeah, 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 right on. He's Justin Time. Yeah, he's one yeah. of
3: our old old uh, crew. From he's back a super then. nice guy. Yeah, and,
4: and he you know he just kind of had his ends with the show and uh, and it was left there like an abandoned ship. <laughs> and so of my friends, my friend Mark actually got the call. I was in the car with him and it was Justin saying like, well, I'm not going to do the show anymore." And we all kind of looked at each other and we're like. He was just like, our noise pollution is empty right yeah. now. And so on college nights, you know, you'd be late working or whatever, and then I remember one night, they're like, yeah, we're going go to go noise pollution, you want to come? And it was the first time I could go and play whatever music, and then it was like, it was cool, you know, you didn't have a genre to sit with, uh-huh. so then we were, just, oh, all right, grabbed Boris, Mastodon Records, all these things. And then we did, the first show was like, just like, marched through super quick, and it was fun, and then... Uh, we kind of rebuilt it and then it was going on for years and I was coming in and out of it until like the last two years ago, um, when my friend Carlos moved back from New York and, uh, he had this fire about it and this Maki who's been up there too at the station, who's the engineer. He's been there forever. He's, he's like the blood of that station. Um, my friend Carlos came in and he had all these, he just said he went up to the show with me and he had such an energy about it. And he's a creative guy. He works for a design firm and we've been high school pals, you know, since high school. And, uh, He had all these ideas Oh let's do this Let's release this You know Things I didn't have Like the I'd never think of You know But I had the energy To do it Let's do it So we started Adopting these projects You know And uh, going to like Punk labels in LA And then the 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 tone of the show Changed from just like Having bands up To like Alright let's get bands That we really believe in Every couple weeks Or we don't You know No genre set Just kind of like A sound That's all we were going for Just a sound And then, uh, and we started kind of getting a little more picky with the music that we were kind of looking for. Selective, I guess, is a better word. And then we've been doing noise pollution for two years, and it's fun. It's just this really goofy kind of like we talk more than I think we play music sometimes. But you know, (laughs) we wear wigs when we do the show. (laughs) We wear that. We get into it, and we've we've done a bunch of projects with that, and it's fun. And that, and like you were saying earlier, that's the whole point with a station like KXLU is that you give a person their show and they can do whatever they yeah, want with yeah, yeah. it. I love that idea. Yeah, take advantage of the freedom. And then it makes it just this, you know, amazing, like, you know, basket of great radio because, you know, you have people who really care about it. You know, we share the bandwidth with a lot of other stations. and You know, you know
0: what? I think you see our Irvines on the same exact frequency. Yeah. Yeah,
4: yeah. Clowns. So, is it streaming now also? Yeah, they're on, um, yeah, com, and then you can, uh, from there, get like a, we have a, Crap feed, though, man. It's, like, 56. <laughs> yeah. It's funny, though. Like, I love the station because I always say it's human radio. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's like you'll call up. You'll tune in, and there'll be no music playing, and no one's talking. <laughs> Even I was up there once, and you have to do these readings, you know? Go to the tower, and you're reading numbers. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. the tower's reading, you I got three that. channels. Um, I remember I was up there and reading, and I hit, like, the wrong button. And then, like... The feed goes out, and then all I hear is like. <laughs> I just look at Carl. And I'm like, "Oh shit!" You know, I panic easy. You know, and I'm like,
5: girl, "What?"
4: And I start pushing all the buttons, and he's like, "What the heck?" And then I, we get a phone call. Where? What's going on? You know, like you don't realize <laughs> you got. You got a lot of little. Uh, <laughs> you got a lot you of just your shoulders. <laughs> but you know it's funny though, and that's the whole point, you know, which is great. And I think it's great for our city to have something like that. Yeah, and, uh, absolutely. Because we're surrounded by so many organized. shit. Yeah. yeah. When
0: I'm very lucky to have brother Matt mm-hmm. ready to do a spin cycle for us. Cool. You yeah, got it up there, brother very Matt.
3: Cool. Ready to roll. <laughs>
1: Hot yeah. shit, so the matter
5: is going to do Yeah
0: behind your motivation your yeah. impetus
3: your got some book push recently called uh, Elephants on Acid and so yeah. I kind of had some kind of dark fat groovy feeling that I had to <laughs> express
0: <laughs> yeah I like yeah. that and a great way to close out the second hour of March 1st 2011 Wap Pedro Show we'll type for hour three cool. trace. March 1st, 2011. It's the third hour of the watch from Pedro Show. And coming up right now via ZBS Media, the good folks at Zero Bullshit, we got part six of part
3: eight. So we're, we're uh, two thirds? Six eighths. Yeah. Getting there. Yeah. <laughs> or three fourths. Three fourths. <laughs> uh, well, damn math again. That's the base, yeah. Guess number two. Okay, <laughs> three fourths of the way through. Three fourths of Jack
0: Flanders and Steam Dreamers of Inverness. Jack.
6: Jack Mojo and Claudine have returned to that strange steam room hidden away in the Inverness mansion. They reactivated the old steamoscope the holographic slide projector that operates with steam, creating three-dimensional images that begin to take on a life of their own. In fact, they are now aboard the great zeppelin called the Illuminato, and they are looking out across a vast sky of blue, and there before them is an island city, and it is floating in the sky.
5: seen anything like this.
7: Huh? Actually, I have.
5: No, come on, really.
7: Yes, uh, I've seen my share of floating islands, but not a whole city in the sky. Captain, do you know what that is?
8: I have heard tales of floating cities, but I never thought I would see one. Not ever.
5: It's so green. It's like a fairy tale city.
9: Captain, do you mind if I borrow your telescope?
8: Yeah, here, take Tell me what you see.
9: Hmm. I thought there was an awful lot of green down there.
5: Oh, can I see?
9: Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, you're here. Oh. Oh. Yes. Very green.
7: I'd like to take a look. Yes, here. Hmm. Yeah. Very, very green. What are you seeing? It looks like a jungle down there, and it's not just between the buildings. It's growing up the sides of the buildings.
5: Captain, what keeps the island afloat?
7: I have
8: been told these islands can stay aloft for hundreds of years. Who can believe that?
7: But who knows? From what I can see, it's a dead city. Except for the vegetation. That, That seems to be thriving.
8: It may be not as dead as it appears, Herr Flanders.
2: Captain, can we get closer to the island?
8: Mm Mm-hmm. I will be docking there for repairs. The storm has disabled one of the
7: rudders. That'll give us a chance to explore the city.
8: One never knows what may be living beneath the jungle canopy. Be careful.
6: The zeppelin slowly glides up to one of the tallest buildings. The crew hurries about, fastening down the great airship.
7: Mojo and I are going down to take a look.
2: Uh, not without me.
7: Claudine, God only knows what is down there.
2: Well, I'd like to know.
0: <laughs> ah, there you are, Claudine. You are going too. Huh. They were trying to leave without me.
9: Jack Mojo, shame on you.
7: Here comes Captain Von Balmbelm.
9: Are you coming with us,
8: Captain? No, no. I must stay with the ship. You are not armed? No. You think I
9: should bring my uh, tarot cards?
8: Mm-hmm. You may not have time to stop and predict the future, Herr Mojo. May I suggest something like uh, my Mauser M712 Schnellfeuer? Oh,
9: man,
7: that's a beaut.
8: Here, here's an extra magazine. And Herr Flanders, for you, oh, I- no,
7: no, 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 thanks. One gun is enough.
8: No, 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 no. I want you to have a machete.
7: Ah, oh, well, that'll come in handy.
3: Claudine, will you take my old faithful friend?
8: Oh, a Mauser C-96. Oh, you keep it in excellent condition, Contessa.
1: Oh, I have not had the pleasure to shoot anyone of
2: late.
7: Are you a good shot, Contessa? Deadly. <laughs> Are you familiar with firearms,
2: Fräulein? Mm-hmm. I used to hunt with my father in northern Quebec. Oh, thank you, Contessa. But I would rather not. Oh, all right, then.
8: Now, 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 one more item, what we call a Funksprechgerät.
7: I beg your pardon?
8: A (laughs) talkie-walkie.
7: You mean a a walkie-talkie. No,
8: no. I mean a talkie-walkie.
7: Is it a two-way radio?
8: Yes, but it has a short range. We use it when the crew is working outside on the Zeppelin.
2: Excellent, Captain. (laughs) That's excellent indeed. Well,
7: it sounds like an excellent adventure. Do you need anything more? Uh, You don't happen to have a pith
9: helmet, do you? I'm afraid not. So, we all ready?
6: The three adventurers climb into a large wicker basket. They wave goodbye as the cable unwinds. Cheerio. Ciao. Salut. They slowly descend from the gondola of the Zeppelin, down alongside the abandoned buildings covered with creeping vines, until finally they drop through the jungle canopy and into the dark shadows of the thick jungle vegetation.
9: It's hot and humid down here. Jack, look at the
2: size of these leaves. They're gigantic.
7: Well, if we get rain, one leaf will keep us all dry.
6: They settle down on the leafy floor of the jungle. They cautiously climb out of the wicker basket.
9: This looks like this was once the street. Uh, It's just a jungle now.
7: Yeah. They must use some terrific plant food for a rainforest to grow like this.
9: The vegetation is so thick. How are we going to get anywhere?
7: Well, that's why we brought a machete.
5: (coughs) 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 Oh, my God. What was that?
9: Uh, It didn't sound happy.
5: Can these plants feel pain?
7: You think these vines have have nerves? Or Maybe it's the whole jungle. Look, we've got vines everywhere. Let's try a different one and see what happens. Uh,
5: Be careful. Do these vines have intelligence?
7: Well, plants do. A bit different than ours, but usually, anyway. Okay, I'll just give it a little whack.
5: (laughs) Damn,
9: it didn't like that. What do we do now?
7: Well, we could wear earplugs.
5: Oh, Jack, no! I'm what? just
7: kidding. <laughs> we haven't been threatened, at least not yet. Just watch who you tread on. There's insects and birds, so there is other life down here.
9: I wonder what happened to the people who built
5: the city.
7: Maybe they decided to leave, or maybe they mutated. <laughs> <laughs> Just what we need Morlocks
2: What are Morlocks?
7: H.G. Wells, the time machine
9: They raised humans to harvest them
2: They did
5: what?
7: To eat them
5: Oh, great Will you two please stop it?
7: Okay, but let's take it slow Like Mojo said, watch who you step on
6: They move forward, making their way through the thick jungle vegetation.
2: How does this island stay floating in the sky?
9: I heard the captain say that there are machines beneath the city that keep it aloft. But how can it keep operating on its own? In the Victorian Industrial Age, they designed things to last for a long, long time.
7: Wait, hold on. Look at this. What do you make of it?
9: It looks like a tunnel.
7: It's a path. See how the vegetation has grown up to form a a series of archways that, well, they're just like tunnels heading off in different directions.
9: Man, that looks like a maze. You could get all zigzagged around in there. Do you think these paths
5: are being used?
7: It's almost as though the jungle was designed to grow these pathways. Or maybe it has a mind of its own. Oh,
5: did you see? When you step on grass, it springs right back.
7: So, it's impossible to tell whether these paths are still being used or not.
8: Ahoy down there. This is Captain von Baumbaum.
7: Aye, Captain. We're safe and sound. So far, anyway.
8: What do you see down there?
7: Well, it's a jungle, all right. There are paths, but it's impossible to tell whether they're still being used or not. Where do the paths lead? They probably connect to the buildings.
1: Mr. Flanders, can you hear
7: me? Yes, we can hear you, Contessa. Please,
1: please be
7: careful. Uh, We're watching our backs, ma'am. I don't think there's anything to worry about.
8: Captain, do you have anything more to say? Herr Flanders,
7: if you need assistance, do not hesitate. Uh, We'll stay in touch. Ciao. Mm -hmm.
6: They continue on following the jungle pathway. Mm -hmm. But the paths often crisscross. It's quite confusing,
0: which way do we go?
7: Mojo, how's your sense of direction? Oh,
9: it's not too good down here, but I got a compass.
6: Good.
7: Let's see where this goes.
6: Finally, a path does lead into an abandoned building. Ah,
9: there's nothing in here. It looks like it's been stripped clear of everything. Who were the people that lived here? Why did they leave?
7: Mojo, are you picking up any strange vibes here?
9: Oh, I got the feeling that as long as we're not a threat,
7: we're not going to be threatened. But if we start hacking at the jungle, everything may change.
10: Jack,
2: let's not find out. All right?
5: Flanders, can
9: you hear me?
2: Yes, Captain.
8: There is another storm approaching. Oh, great. Do you wish to return
7: to the Zeppelin? Just a moment. What do you think?
9: If there's another one like the last one, I'd rather be down here than up there.
2: I agree.
7: Captain?
8: Just a moment. What? What's going I'm not going to you. Herr Flanders, you were saying?
7: We'll stay where we are.
8: I was just informed the storm will be upon us sooner than we had anticipated.
2: Captain, will you be safe up there?
8: <laughs> Don't worry. We have weathered many storms.
2: Be careful.
9: Find
8: shelter. Uh,
9: the crew can't work on that Zeppelin in a storm. Repairing the ship may take a lot longer than they thought.
2: Good. We'll have more time to explore the city.
7: I think we better find a place to wait out the storm. Come on. Any place where the roof don't leak will do starting to rain
9: now this path may take us up to that building over there
7: claudine, come on come on we're getting soaked oh i love the rain yeah yeah i know so do the frogs
5: i am not a frog i know <laughs> <laughs>
6: jack mojo and claudine hurry up the pathway up ahead is a building that is so covered with vines It appears as though it were growing up out of the jungle. Dad,
9: the doors are stuck. Why don't we just climb through the window?
7: Hold on, hold on. Mojo, come on, do something. I'm I'm getting drenched.
9: Oh, Jack, you won't melt.
7: No, no, I think I may.
9: I... I... I
2: I melt.
9: (laughs) Hurry up, Mojo. Jack
2: is melting. Ah, it's open. Uh, I got it. Jack, coming out of the rain. Uh,
7: My bother? I'm soaked to the bone now.
2: No. You boys.
9: Oh man, it's pretty
7: black in here.
9: Anybody got a light? (laughs) Thanks, God. I needed that. Uh,
7: Look, I have some magic. Oh, great. They're soaking wet too.
9: Your eyes will get accustomed to the dark.
7: Yeah, if I were an owl.
9: Well, Jack, just pretend, all right? From what I can see, this place is empty. There's nothing
7: there. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> you were saying...
9: Oh, man, I stepped into some kind of trap. Are you serious? Yeah, some kind of wired cage.
7: Ooh. I wonder how our Zeppelin is holding up out there. I hope it's still there when this dawn passes.
2: Jack, let's stay down here tonight.
7: What? Spend the night huddled around a campfire? Why not? <laughs> Claudine's more adventurous than you are, Jack. Mm, I think you're right.
2: <laughs> There's something in this city. I want to know what it is.
7: Well, Joe, you feel the same way?
6: No, but I am curious. The rain continues to pour down. When it finally does let up, it's grown dark outside.
1: Look! Look! Do you see that?
6: What? Where?
1: Outside. See?
7: What are those things?
1: Fireflies?
7: Those are the fattest fireflies I've ever seen. Man, they're as big as birds.
9: See how bright they are.
7: If we catch a couple,
9: we can use them as lanterns. I think you're right. Hey, what about that cage? Hmm, the wire mess isn't that fine, but if those fireflies are the size of a South Philly
7: Sparrow, I don't think they'll squeeze through. Is a Philly Sparrow different from an English Sparrow? Oh, yeah. A
9: South Philly Sparrow has a total
7: other tweet. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you say. Now, now, where's, where's Claudine?
9: She's out there, fooling around with the fireflies.
7: Oh, Well, they seem friendly enough, huh? Oh, she's coming back. Uh, she's got one cupped in her hand. Yeah, it's so bright it, it glows right through her fingers.
5: I got
4: one.
9: So
7: I see. Here, put it in the cave.
4: Uh, there.
9: Oh, my. That's like a ten watt full you got there. Amazing.
7: Absolutely magical.
9: Man, look out there. The whole jungle is blinking with those buck lights.
8: Anders, are you
7: there? Oh, it's our captain. Uh, uh, yes, we're here. How'd you weather the storm?
8: We are fine. What are the lights we are seeing down there?
7: Fireflies. No. Yeah, they're as big as hummingbirds. Really? Yeah, Claudine caught one. We put it in a
8: cage. Will you bring me one?
7: I, I will, when we come up. Um, we're staying down here tonight.
8: You feel it safe?
7: So far, yeah. Ask pairs are coming along. Captain. Are you making progress repairing the Zeppelin?
8: Uh, We could do nothing because of the rain. We will start again tomorrow. So, uh, you are not returning tonight?
7: Claudine wants to see the sights by Firefly Light.
8: Oh, I am tempted to come down there myself,
7: but I cannot.
2: I will see you tomorrow.
7: Guten Nacht. Good night, Captain.
2: So, we are staying the night?
7: Yeah. I figured one way or another you'd get your way.
2: I don't mind staying here alone.
7: Oh, you're kidding, right? (laughs) Am I? Claudine, what is it about this place? What do you think is down here?
2: I don't know. But I feel safe.
7: You feel something is calling you?
5: No. Do you?
7: (laughs) No. But I'm beginning to feel that you should be leading this expedition and not me. (laughs) Oh, I knew you were out there lurking somewhere, Mojo. Uh,
9: I wasn't lurking. I was just
7: eavesdropping. Quiet. Shh.
5: Do you hear that?
7: Hmm. It's running water. Huh? It just rained.
9: Hey, there's a drain back here.
7: Is there a sewer system beneath
9: us? They capture the water to feed the jungle.
7: How you know that?
9: I just know. Uh, Jack, will you bring that lightning bug over here? I want to go back to that building and see if we can get some more cages. Sounds
7: like a good idea, Mojo.
9: I'll wait out here. If we each have a lantern, the three of us together will be like... <laughs> like a little nova glowing in the night...
6: Jack and Mojo explore the building and they do find a cache of cages. They return outside, planning to capture more of these king-size fireflies. Where did all the lightning bolts go? Hmm. Man, they, they
7: disappeared. Hey, where's Claudine? Well, she was standing over there. Claudine? Hello? Mojo you feel she's been acting a little strangely?
9: <laughs> no, she's just an independent woman. Yeah, don't I
7: know it. Claudine? Hmm, now what?
6: Let's catch us a lightning bug. Yeah, but where are they? They're all gone. Uh, I see one. They pursue the Firefly. It's far more evasive than they had anticipated.
9: Man, these things are like lightning.
7: How did Claudine catch that one so quick? Yeah, it's like trying to catch a hummingbird. Oh, I
9: almost got him. You
7: know, I wonder if they still glow when they're dead. Why is that? Well, I was thinking it'd be a lot easier if you just took out your Mauser and shot one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, you want me to do that? No, don't bother. I <laughs> doubt you could hit one anyway.
9: <laughs> Whoa, hey! I got one. Bring that cage over
7: here. Hang on to it. I'm, I'm coming.
9: Oh, am coming. this firefly is putting up a pretty good fight.
7: How did you catch it? Ah,
9: I just stopped, and it came buzzing over to check me out.
7: There, got it. Whew, nice and bright. Yeah. Well, yeah. I hope there aren't any other insects in this jungle that are sized so uh, disproportionately, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Did you notice the way those fireflies
9: came gathering around Claudine? She's got a, a vibe. The animals
7: and even insects find reassuring. Yeah, not like you and me with our six shooters and machetes. Is that what you're saying, Mojo? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs>
9: huh?
7: this isn't a very big island, so I assume she won't get lost.
9: Have you noticed? Every firefly is gone.
7: Yeah. I guess they put the word out, huh? Well, maybe they went with Claudine. You mean followed her or led her somewhere?
9: Well, they like gathering around
7: her. So if there's a bright spot somewhere, that may be where she is. You're right. Captain Von Bombon, are you there? It's Herr Flanders. Herr Low. Herr Flanders. Captain, we can't find Claudine. We think she's all right, but she may have wandered off with the fireflies
5: Claudine is
7: missing? Yeah, they appear to be attracted to her If they're hovering around her, you may be able to see a bright light down here in the jungle I understand Can you, can you see anything from up there?
8: No, all the lights have vanished No, 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 wait I do see one
7: Is that you? Well, if it's not far from where we landed, that's us
8: but you are saying one very bright light? Do you mean where hundreds of fireflies have conjugated in one place?
7: Yeah, that's right.
8: No. I see no light that is so bright.
7: Well, it was a thought. No luck? No. Nope. Oh, man. Those bugs have gone like lightning. Uh, Captain. Haflanders. If you do see some strange lights down here, let us know.
5: I will. Rest assured.
7: Oh, I don't think I'll be resting assured tonight. What was that? Uh-oh, uh, nothing. That's all. Uh We'll talk in the morning. Captain,
10: Captain. Oh, wait
8: uh, wait a moment. What's that? What
1: does A building is filled with a strange, pulsing light.
8: <gasps> Flanders. The Contessa has caught my attention to a building that is glowing
7: with a strange light. Lightning bugs? Maybe they all left with Claudine. Uh, uh, Captain, where is this building located?
1: Mr. Fernandes, are you there?
7: Y- yes, I'm here, Contessa. The
1: building is at the western tip of the
7: city. And it's all lit up? The,
1: the light in the window, they appear to be
7: pulsating. Sounds to me like our fireflies. Contessa, you're saying the building is at the other end of the city, right? You
5: are near the eastern tip, yes?
7: Yeah, but there's no way that Claudine wait, could... have. Wait wait, wait,
5: wait, wait, wait moment, please, please, please. What is that? Hey, uh, repeat what you said.
7: What's going on? No, I have no idea. There's no way Claudine could get across the city in such a short time. Maybe they got a subway? Yeah, if they did, it probably wouldn't be operating. Mr. Y- yes, Contessa?
8: One of the crews saw a, a light, bright cluster of lights moving
7: across the jungle. Within the last few minutes? It was, he said it was moving at a rapid rate. I see. Was it moving toward the western tip?
1: Yes, he, he said that was
7: so. Well... I guess we'll try to make our way there.
1: Mr. Frank, please do be careful.
7: We will. Have lunders. Yes, Captain.
8: Stay in contact, yes?
7: We will. Ciao. Well, Mojo, I think this is going to be one hell of a long night. <sighs> oh, yeah. You better believe it.
0: Watch for Pedro show. We just heard part six. Of steam dreamers of Inverness, Meatball yeah. Fulton, the mind behind the Mind movie, yeah. there at State New York, uh, ZBS Media. You can visit their site zbs.org, and they got tons of good adventures for your brain to go trip around yeah. on. I'll so I, I highly recommend. Highly recommend. I like it. Brother Meatball for 40 years now. Yeah, I was a teenager and listened to KPFK late. You ever yeah, heard of the yeah, station? KFF, Pacifica yeah, yeah. Station.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: And um, because you know, when I was, I remember when FM stations were coming on, mm. they were kind of wild. Yeah. And then they all started falling off into mm. Mershland. Because most people listened to AM in those days. Yeah. And the FM was left alone. 90. You could hear the sunflower seeds hitting the deck. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But and pretty soon, the only station left was, you know, there was... And KPFK had, like, uh, each show had its own world. It wasn't, mm. you know. And this guy named... I think he still has a show. Royal Hollywood come mm. on at midnight, and he'd play these Jack Flanders. Oh, yeah. This chair always reminds me of it. There's one <laughs> of them called Adventures of Jack Flanders. I think it's the third one. And, uh, yeah, it comes in the mail when you sit in the chair... You get sucked up into another dimension uh, <laughs> with flying pirate ships and the black Mona yeah. Lisa. Yeah, it's a trip. He finds out, well, I'm not going to spoil it, but
3: yeah, you know, Jack, yeah, yeah.
0: Jack usually kind of knows what's going on, but yeah. has to go through all this trip to figure it out yeah. for himself. And, you know, they're kind of self-exploratory mm. things.
4: Mm. And they're,
0: they're, they're trippy. They're trippy.
4: They're fun radio to listen to, too. Uh, a lot
0: of them, they'll go to a place and get the ambient sound. Yeah, yeah, it's neat. Like over like Morocco. They went to Morocco yeah. and they bring the sound. Yeah.
4: That's where, yeah, it's really nice that they did that. Yeah, trippy. There's, there's a few radio shows that kind of do that. The the Prairie Home guy does a bunch of those oh, yeah, kind of yeah. radio things. Yeah? Keeler. Well, yeah, he'll kind of build stories, you know, like where it's... Because from those, it's like they're just telling the story just on the audio, right? And, you know. They don't really do that as much anymore. It's kind of mm-hmm. a lost little art, you know. Yeah, oral tradition fading out. <laughs> oh well,
3: fading out. We got three D TV now. Very quick now. Uh, editing th- with yeah, the kids. eyeballs. We got three <laughs>
2: D <3D>
0: TV now. <laughs> you get sick to your stomach. Oh, just, yeah. Keep. I feel so manipulated when I'm watching these uh, movies that are edited so fast, mm-hmm. chopping scene to scene to scene. It feels like there's like puppet strings on my hands and stuff. It's like, leave me alone. Let me look at these scenes
3: feeding the yeah, ADD. Yeah, it's getting freaky. Yeah, right feeding now.
0: the ADD. Yeah. Or maybe the MTV kind of yeah. influence. I don't down. know what it
4: was. A lot of, yeah.
0: But I feel real manipulated. I don't... I mean, obviously, a movie is a director's vision and there is a little... He wants to guide you through a thing, but man, that editing stuff really good, so Maybe I'm a little crotchety. So, your buddy Jeff.
4: Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, I... Um, the band... Uh, is it... We... My friend, I met my friend, this guy Jeff His name is Jeff Rosenstock And he's just a good buddy of mine um, From a long time ago And we met on And it's one of those, you know, chance meetings And you yeah. just don't realize that they're going to be big influence later But uh, when uh, the first tour I ever did was Warp Tour in 03 And uh, I was tabling And uh, I was not going to play music on that tour And then this band from New York Drove out to California And their tour just fell apart on them You know, all their gigs canceled and stuff And they just looked at their like whatever their schedule, and they're like, "Well, Warp Tour starts in Idaho, you know. Let's just go out that way." So they they um, they met up in Warp Tour, and I we had drove driven the same distance. We were coming from San Jose with all this merchandise, and we're pushing and for the Plead for Peace Foundation, and then um, Jeff was going out there to just try and hop on. So they snuck on to the, the tours every day. And they would just you know, because when you on a Warp Tour, I don't know if it's the same way, listeners, but like if you're in a van, you can just kind of pull up and security's local so they don't know, you know, so they just say, oh, he's in a van, let him in, you know, and then it's up to like local security at the festival figure it all out. So they totally took advantage of it. They were just like, no one knows, you know, and they'd get like passes and there was this like little cutty level of the uh, the warp Tour and so they would sneak on. So first day we were in Idaho and these guys came up and they were super nice, and they're from New York. My friend Jeff was one of them, and they were just really friendly and forward. And they were like, "Oh, we'd be like super down to help with the nonprofit if you need to, like us pass out flyers, or whatever, throughout the festival." Because it's it's kind of like a you know a big operation there. You don't know who's your friend on the first day. Sure, sure. But then these guys ended up being, and they said, "Oh, you play trumpet? You know, like you should totally play trumpet for our band." I and mean, they were in a band called the Arrogant Sons of Bitches, and they're a Scott punk band from from <laughs> Long Island. And I was kind of t- like, "All right," and they had a horn. They had a horn with them. And so then I played horn with them on on my breaks from the tour. So they'd they go. They had play. a horn
0: with no horn player.
4: Well they had two. They had this guy Dave who was a big guy, played trombone, and yeah. then another cat who didn't even know how to play saxophone but he was just there playing. And <laughs> and they then and then they were doing it and so then they would dip in and out of the tour, you know. And they finally got kicked off and they were only booked on one show. They were booked on the Long Island show. But they snuck on for weeks, you know. This war tour was like eight, eight weeks long. Yeah. They, they must have hit six weeks of it, and they were living <laughs> Bum so rush. Way. And Kevin, uh, the promoter guy, I remember yeah. he was like, "This is your last day of playing. Like, I'll put you on a stage, but you guys got to go home." <laughs> you know, like, and but you know, Jeff is a, this great guy, and he does this band. And then I, I re meet up with him later, um, and we kind of keep in touch as friends because he was just such a nice guy. You know? Yeah, and like he'd always you know email and stuff, and then. He heard the band, and um, he he just as friends. He said, "I'll put out whatever," but then he really dug it. So he put he started a label called "quote unquote" records. Yeah. Back in, I can't remember when, but it was the first digital label that I knew of, where it was all on the website, and he gave away all the music for free. It was a donation based site. Yeah and it was before Radiohead was doing it a lot of people so he was kind of a in my mind I'm sure other people are giving away music for free too but he was a pretty pioneer for it and so he was giving out the records for free you just get a little zip file on your thing and it really helped us out quite a bit and he's in now a band called bomb the music industry and a band called <laughs> and they're great they're they're a great band a good name. Yeah. yeah bomb and 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 he's he's a he's a great guy and they 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 tore quite a bit um and work, but he's, he loves it, you know, he's the real deal, you know, it's like, it's so nice to, to know someone who's like, just living it, it's like, he's a great guy. Um, yeah. But. True believer. True believer, yeah. Yeah, exactly, but it, it he's kind of a, a telltale in the whole music story, because he's just, this has been such a big help, you know, and, and I helped him get with the label he's on now, and then he's moving on. Your buddy systems, you know, it's Yeah, nice. yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Brother Matt. Mm-hmm. Now you heard Chris. He said he had buddies that were DJs. Mm-hmm. How did you get your cake So you
3: um, experience rolling. I, I got there because basically I, I didn't want to keep stinking. Um, because I was working in the cannery after high school. Yeah, and um, you know cannery. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was at Starkist working in the fish room, making like seven. Something an hour, like 250 bucks a week, swing shift. I thought, man, this is killer. But after a couple of weeks, I couldn't wash off that
0: stink, no, no, no
3: matter how many I showers. get on a bus the first yeah. time
0: with those dudes, oh my yeah, god! Yeah,
3: man, you can't get rid of that stink. And so I thought, man, I hope it's not too late to sign up for school. So I went sign up at Harbor College. Yeah. I didn't know what to take or anything, but they had a radio station above the bookstore, so. I started Johnson. hanging out there, yeah, I started hanging out there and, and working at the radio station and, and I yeah, met. Um Yeah, but Well, I started uh, Ace Young at KMET, moved to Pedro, and I met him. I started going to KMET and helping uh, with the surf report and rolling joints in the morning and making margaritas by 10 o'clock in the morning and twisted. I thought, man, I could do this. I could do this good. Um, so <laughs> that's, that's how I started doing it. I went to Harbor College and did it for a couple of years. And I took all the AA classes except yeah. for yeah. math. It didn't take any algebra. Um, I but way. I got this, uh, award for being an outstanding staff member. I didn't feel like I knew anything. So I figured I'd go to college now. The next step, Loyola or K-Space in Claremont. They had the two coolest college radio stations yeah. run by students with some real wattage. Yeah. And, uh, I grew up at the beach. I wasn't about to go out to the
5: smog.
3: Yeah. 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 So so I just cruised up to Loyola and and started doing that. And I ended up getting a college degree in the process. (laughs) Do you remember when you went up to the station? Yeah. Yeah, I do.
0: What did he say? Can
3: I have a show? Took took a little uh, journey up with old Brian Foxworthy. Oh, Oh, wow. Uh, Because his dad was uh, uh, like the president or vice president of the school. So we went up there and uh, took a little walk on the bluffs and burned one. And it's like, man, by the sea, uh, bird bird nest. Yeah. Uh, it's like, wow, this place is pretty sweet. And the station was cool. The people were kind of kooky around because they were all like call, uh, Catholic school people, you know, um, yeah. really straight, straight edge. Uh, um, so I kind of felt like, a, I don't know, a, KXLU was a cool spot because I met, People up there that were also misfits. Yeah, you know, it didn't fit in with that Catholic school trip. Sure. Um, after the Olympics, it started getting cooler. It attracted mm. different people, but uh, at that time, it was really straight laced, um, and we were really the, the misfits up there. But yeah, that's how that's how I ended up up there.
0: And what would you get the idea for the blue
3: shift? Um, Bill Sullivan in Japan. Yeah. He was doing it, and he was. Uh, Moving on to KAC and he was up to all kinds of stuff, body glove and surf tour. yeah. Um, and so it was opened up, and I, I got to slide in there. And so that was really fun. You relieved
0: him of his command.
3: Yeah, yeah, he moved on, and I got to slide in. And then I, I started doing more live stuff and, and interviews, yeah. I think, um, because I could. You know, let's say, come on up. You know, I got this this show I'd see guys playing on the boardwalk in Venice drop yeah. a card in their hat you know, if they were cool have them come up and uh, some guys come up for an interview and it's like, well, nobody's around why don't you bring your whole band and uh, bring your stuff and just plug everything in down the hall yeah, it was great when, when we first started doing it it was in that room, I think it's the AM now so the plane's taking off in uh, LAX in the background yeah. every plane you <laughs> can hear it taking off it was
4: people sitting in the window that's yeah live radio yeah. live yeah it blew my mind yeah when i went to i went to like a another radio station kind of a mersh radio station yeah it's not live it blew my mind you know they 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 chop it all up on the fly and they go for it and it's it blew because i was cake so you guys like you think you know you listen to mm-hmm. it you don't know you know care thing speaking straight yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah yeah i ended up working at k-earth for a while and k-rock and uh and way more fun at KXLU. Uh, got way way more creative, got way more out of it, learned stuff because you could do whatever. If, if you didn't know how to do you figured it out.
4: Yeah. Just you got your a buddy on the air right now? I'll call him, yeah. Yeah, he's on the air right now. Yeah, um, so. My buddy Mark. Let's, cool. get,
0: let's get a KXLU so connect yeah. right now.
4: Let's see if the, we can. Wop from Pedro? show. Simulcast. Let's see. Simulcast. He, <laughs> <laughs> let's see if he. Uh, you know, sometimes they don't pick up up there. But. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> oh, that sucks, <laughs> see if we can win something. Yeah. KXLU? Uh, Mark. Yeah? It's uh, it's Chris Candy. Hey. Yeah, you're on the Watt from Pedro show right now. Hey, how you doing? How are you? Hey, my brother Matt and Mike said hello. What's happening? Hey, are
0: you guys, am I really on the air right now? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. on the air. We're talking about the old days of KXLU. Well, James is the guest on my show today, and uh, uh, she says Mike Watt was her first interview um, on our web show, Dirty Laundry. Oh, yeah, Dirty James. Laundry, yeah. Cool. She came here to the Love Grotto. They're yeah. sitting right where you are, Chris. Uh,
4: yeah. It's all coming together over here, huh? Small world. It's Kevin Bacon land. Uh, radio, radio, radio love. Are we on the air right now? No, uh, we just took an air uh, break. We're playing some music right now. What are you guys playing? Michael Bean. The per- call. The call, I'm sorry, the call. Michael Bean was a member of a Tribute to Michael Bean. Okay. Sounds good. Well, we'll let you get back to your show then.
0: Yeah. Thank you guys Safe for calling in. You guys, you guys got a good show over there.
3: Grant says, hi, Chris. Hi, guys. <laughs> <laughs>
4: All right, guys. Bye. Happy trails. Bye. Ain't there that you a go. trip? Yeah call it up KXLU on the watch from people waiting for the hybrid (laughs)
0: let's play some music since they
1: are
5: The last statement I just made
0: show a bunch of music there little ones though uh we start off with the three tunes uh Chris here picked by the way I found out Chris from Toronto yeah respect <laughs> I get to play there this tour uh right after Ottawa I do Montreal Ottawa Toronto That's and then around. towards the end of the tour of Vancouver so I get four came okay gigs. I like it Betcha. I remember my first Canada game was with the Min it was Vancouver I mean, DeBoon Boone played in and Georgie, played in a foreign country.
4: That's, yeah, you don't realize <laughs> it was my the first song. time. It doesn't look that different, but it's no, it a foreign country.
0: But it was the first time, and it, for us it was pretty profound. <sighs> that was a trip. Uh, and I've always had good gig gigs up there. Um, so you picked three tunes uh, first, Kudrow with uh, Commutation. Commutilation, sorry. I can't write in my own scrawl. <laughs> And then we heard "Sailors" by Lamb, and then finally uh, "Fever" by Dave Cloud and the Gospel of Power. And uh, these are uh, musics from your kicks so you experience. Yeah, the
4: one. Yeah. yeah.
0: Then we heard some stuff that I picked. I picked uh, a brother Koja, There's an incredible bass player in Serbia. I got to meet, came to the gig uh, Stooges did, and turns out this cat goes way back to the uh, early punk days when it was uh, called Yugoslavia and stuff, and he's an incredible bass player and singer and a uh, really nice guy, man. What's his
5: name? It's his name
0: is Koja. 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 Probably he has big slab yeah. name, but...
5: Yeah.
0: Actually, I think they say Koya, because uh-huh. they don't say J's like us. Mm. They say, like, Y's or something. Mm. So, Koya. Yeah, because if you, remember in the old days, if you saw... Like, like Croatian spelling of Yugoslavia, it always started with yeah, a J. Yeah. <laughs> so it was jugo uh-huh. lines. Shit, you know. Of course, the Serb is yeah. using Cyrillic, so we didn't know what the fuck it uh-huh. was. <laughs> anyway, uh, he, uh, he has song. This is the band he had before Disciplina Kicma, which is like, a very famous band. It was called Sarlo Akarabada, and it was his first band. And this cat, uh, he's been around, you know, and he's still in the ring and his new music is very exciting but this is from 1981 and it's called Sad se Yasno Vidi. Mm. And then we heard uh, something from Italy, a band called Sugodi with uh Drowning the Baffle Gab. Baffle no. Gab don't sound too Italian. No. <laughs> There's two of these guys, man. Uh, I did bought from Pedro's show in their pad, a little town a little bit north of uh Fl- Florida. Forens of Florence. Okay. And so Tuscany. You looked out the window and it was like the backgrounds in the Renaissance painting. Yeah, wow. Like, uh, <laughs> and they could cook. of course, they cooked me a big chow where we're having the show, a 200 year old kitchen, you know, this old bat. Oh, man. Bitching guys. It was uh, delicious. Andrea and jo- uh, Jacopo. Mm. Jacopo Andrea. Good cats. Good cats. And then we heard uh, Not Romantic by Disappears disappears as a new band, Steve Shelley from the Sonic Youth mm-hmm. uh, drum stick band position he's got and then finally, uh, another Italiano band, Squartet hmm. you gotta see this band, they, they actually played the Prospector, They oh, really? wow. came all the way from Italy, they got a guitar man named Manlio, Manlio he's from Terracina the, near Rome but by the sea so he lives in Rome a yeah. lot now this cat, no strap. I don't have to wear a strap, you know. See, I have a chair there, put the leg up on it. This shreds on the guitar, man. He wails. He, and they just, play
4: Prospector. They play the
0: Prospector with Dose. You know, it was like, and I got to play with them in Italy a few gigs. You know, uh-huh. when I did my second opera f- f- five, six years ago. And it's this, this man Manlio. He's got two bands, Squirtet and Neo, and he can. And his bandmen too could play bad. Anyway, that song was called "The Sad Story of Bluebird." Uh, so that's all the music we got. In fact, we're running out of time here. Uh, it's been t- truly an honor to have you aboard, Chris. you. Gotta have something final words. Sorry, brother. Man. It
4: was great having you down oh, here. Yeah, no, it's a, it's really a. You must
0: have some th- final
4: thoughts, right? Oh, of course. It's always, always the final thoughts, but they're <laughs> okay. never final. They keep, <laughs> they keep moving. For this, oh no, it's a pleasure. I think it's great that you guys do this stuff. So you know, the more stuff like this that people are getting involved in, I think uh, the better off everyone will be. You know.
0: And ahead for you is
4: some acting. Uh, I got some. uh, I got yeah. You know, living the life. Uh, A little uh, first uh, try. Yeah, commercial work here and there. Okay. Uh, Yeah, now just keeping you keep the balance going in your Mm -hmm. days and music's
0: um, in your life big time.
4: Yeah, it's the major one. So we're we work. Quite a bit to get ready for some releases we have coming up at the end of the. Uh, you said
0: uh, Chato Guto is writing a bunch of material.
4: Yeah, we have two projects that we're trying to finish up simultaneously: uh, a concept record that we're finishing up, eighty-eight minutes of music, and then. Uh, wow. And then, uh, and then That's our full buttload. our first full length, it's the double album. <laughs> yeah, so we got the eighty-eight concept. Called Monstrosity coming out, yeah. <laughs> <And then laughs> hence, the, hence hence the, the title. And, and no, I'm curious,
0: can't wait. Yeah. And what's the other
4: project? And then it's a full length. We finally got our, our buddy Asian Man Records. Mike Park, is going to put out our full length, so uh, we'll get ready for that. So that and then the, there'll be a big festival. He's doing his 15 year. Uh, Asian Man is doing their big 15 year. And we're playing San Jose. Uh, up in, at Frisco, we're playing San Bottom of the Francisco. Hill. Bottom of the Hill, yeah, great cool. club. So we'll be there. Second last uh,
0: gig of my tours. Yeah. There.
4: Your, yeah, oh, by the uh, way,
0: people, uh, today my uh, third opera came out. Oh, yeah. Congrats. But it pales in comparison to this news here. Monstrosity and... What's <laughs> the name of the other title?
4: We haven't gotten it yet. Okay. We'll, we'll work on it. But uh, the, Name in progress. The name in progress. But yeah, we would um, love for you to, to grace us with a little bass on what's two of those 88 minutes, maybe. Wow. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. No problem. <laughs> Perfect.
0: Chris Kennedy, thank you so much for being on the show. Brother Matt, yeah, you're always... You're uh, Aiden and a Benton Essential. Aiden and a Benton.
4: Uh
0: It's been March 1st, 2011, pedo Show. Everybody,
5: keep your powder dry.